0: Robotech is now a movie in an all-new story, never before seen on TV. See your favorite Robotech heroes, plus all new characters in the biggest action-adventure ever. We've come to bury you. All work, all units to battle stations. The planet Earth will be finished. Mark Landry must stop the invading Robotech masters before they annihilate Earth. My friends, you're about to become history.
1: Hey everybody, it's the Cannon Cruisers, I'm JD.
2: And I'm Randy, and this week's episode, we check out little seen, little known, Robotech the Movie, a.k.a. Robotech the Untold Story, the 1986 American-Japanese science fiction animated film based on the Robotech series. That's true. Written by... Carl the Butcher Magic and um, Ard Wright Chamberlain. Ard Wright, that's a good name. Um, mm-hmm. And it's based on the OVA Megazone 23 Part 1 mm-hmm. and footage from Southern Cross.
1: Yeah, both anime series, in case you aren't aware. So, JD, why don't you tell people first what this movie's about and what Robotech tech, Robotech is well the problem with talking about this movie is you kind of have to talk about a bunch of stuff in front of the movie itself because okay otherwise so, it's not going to make any sense so let's let's say
2: before we talk about the plot let's talk about robotech robotech mm. was a series based on the super dimensional fortress macross series and then because they had to hit syndication numbers of 65 episodes they mashed it up together with super dimensional fortress What is it super dimensional Calvary Southern
1: Cross, mm-hmm. and
2: uh, I can't remember the full name of Mospita.
1: Yeah, um, it's three different anime series that were tacked together in order and to then make syndication. This
2: is what, one of the reasons why they, he's lovingly referred to as the butcher mm-hmm. is that he cut the series in such a way to try to make it into a long continuous story taking place over many generations mm-hmm. uh, in the same in, in different timelines but it's yeah. a one big long continuous story so he had to take liberties yeah um and it was fairly successful and it was a lot of children's first uh mm. proper introduction to anime um carl mm. Magic would also have his hands in things like vampire city and akira like the streamline dubs of akira yeah. and of, of uh, uh, va- vampire Agnes. hunter d uh so it's like he he was very uh mm-hmm. important in the
1: Anime coming to the U.S. with dubs and stuff like that. So naturally, that would mean that uh, a movie is the sort of thing you'd want to capitalize on this thing with, right? Right. And canon, they like money and want to get into the family
2: game. Mm Mm-hmm. Basically, say we'll, we'll like go go to Harmony Gold and saying, "Hey, we want to we want to get in bed with you on this thing. Mm-hmm. G- give us a Macross. Give us a Robotech movie." Yep. So their plan A was just to do Macross. Do you remember Love the nineteen eighty five uh, anime uh, movie from Tatsunoko Productions based on the Macross yep. series, which got shot down because Tatsunoko wanted nothing to do with it like that, uh, yep. and which led to Massic. Mm-hmm. Taking the Mega Zone Twenty Three Part One OVA and cutting it in such a way, mm-hmm. showing it to Menahem Golan. Yeah. Menahem Golan watched it and said that there was too many girls, not enough guns, not enough robots.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Magic had took the thing back and went and had twenty four hours. He took footage that he had cut out of Southern Cross, the second part of Robotech. Yeah. And used that to make more action oriented scenes mm-hmm. to give him a rough cut. With, and, and then he dubbed over all the lines himself to give them an idea. Mm-hmm. And then when he showed Golan the following day, that rough cut without the original ending that they would have to... Mm-hmm. Uh, commission. Commission, thank you, I forgot my word. Menahem Golan said,
1: now that's a canon movie. Yeah. So, like, the and, whole process behind this movie is kind of convoluted in... in it, uh, Actually, very, very well encapsulates the way the industry was back then. And then to top
2: it all off, mm-hmm. because Magic's original intention was, okay, if we're going to do a, the Robotech movie, it's just going to be the Megazone uh, 23 Part 1 OVA, but mm-hmm. just a straight-up dub of that with references to Robotech and and the mm-hmm. Macross Saga, and setting it squarely within the t- same time frame mm-hmm. so the show what's happening on Earth, while the SDF-1 is off in Lord knows where yeah. uh, having their adventures, which was meant to set it up for the Robotech 2 series, The Sentinels. Mm-hmm. Um, but because of all the stuff with Do You Remember Love, that kind of went out the window, and because mm-hmm. not too many girls and not enough guns and robots, he basically had to compromise his vision and do this weird massacring of it um
1: yeah i should also explain what megazone 2 3 is as well because it's a very OVAS, were a very specific thing original video animations and they were usually higher budget than a regular television yes because they had different committees and investors and it was a new format at the time And a lot of things were produced through that that could not have been made normally. Megazone 2.3 was originally supposed to be a television series, much like the Robotech series, Macross and Southern Cross, all of those. Instead, it because of the investors fell through, they ended up having to make an OVA out of it, out of the footage they had. So that as well also has a very complicated history. In fact, to the point that um, the sequel, Megazone 2.3 Part 2, doesn't even look the same as part one, so even if that was used here, it wouldn't fit at all. And so the whole it makes it even more convoluted. And the to whole talk
2: thing about. with the ending is that they commissioned a whole ending because yeah. Golan didn't like the downer ending, the the cliffhanger, if you will, yeah. of the original part one. Because well, it's a part one; it's, it's part meant to be. One. Part one of two. It's and you, meant to be multiple things. And you couldn't use part two stuff because it's way too different to use for this. And I don't think it was done by that point. I don't, even, I don't
1: even remember if it was done by this point. But So
2: like, now that we've given all this background, mm-hmm. what is
1: this movie about? That's the, the confusing part of the movie because of the way Robotech worked was it more or less took the original story and connected it loosely with the other series around it. Yeah, they they set it between season one and two. So they tried to do that with this one. The the difference is the way Megazone 2-3 works is that it's not exactly a typical action series. It's more of a slow burner where, in the vein of, I guess, uh, the best way to describe it would be like, let's say, The Matrix or like Dark City where... You slowly learn more about the setting as it goes along. Until and then it pops off in part two. And then yeah. it goes, you know, nuts. Uh, that's the sort of thing it is. And in this one, because of the nature of that, they instead decided to have an ongoing plot that doesn't really feel connected to it because it's not. Focusing on the lead character's girlfriend, who's
2: uh, an idol, who's mm-hmm. who's in the, the music and the uh, acting industry in the movie yeah. industry
1: there are parts of megazone 2 3 that are left in here but because of the way it's changed it <laughs> and there's really a ton connect.
2: of aerobic dance sequences yeah. in this film of course there is
1: yeah so the general plot i guess is uh, hard to describe because you'd have to start from the original not the original but the uh southern cross footage first because that's where the setup. up is aliens decide to, you know, att- attack and evade Earth, but they capture some soldiers and they turn them into... Clones. Clones, and they send those clones to Earth in order to drop the shields on the Earth forces, I guess is the best way to put it. By So that
2: they can, as it's revealed, retrieve the AI computer... Mm-hmm. Uh, that run, runs the superdimensional fortress one yeah. uh,
1: that was originally meant for that, but not part of it because it was separated mm-hmm. out into. Yeah, so the the that happens and they end up going to Earth where the movie takes place and our main character ends up in a plot against these aliens trying to warn everybody that something's going on and, you know, it, it unfolds from that. And ends with just a shot of the hero holding the maiden mm-hmm. in
2: his arms as things blow up around him after saving the day. Yeah. Now that's
1: a canon that's movie. That's a canon movie, yeah. The, uh, like I said, the the thing is that it's very clearly when you watch it that these two segments are very separate from each other. Not just because of... The film stock. Yeah, whatever. because they literally. But because they are switch
2: between 16 millimeter and 32 millimeter. is an OVA,
1: remember, and the other is a TV series, so you can. It's very noticeable. Also, because as I said, they don't really narratively connect either. There's a. There's a, a scene near the end where there's dogfights from Megazone and dogfights from Southern Cross mixed in together, and it's very confusing because you don't remember who is who on what side. And it's very, very confusing, which also I want to say dovetails into the movie itself. If you haven't seen Megazone 2-3, you're going to be very lost, even yeah, though the plot I, isn't the I same. I have
2: the OVA sitting in my pile for the backlog, meaning to watch it. And I'm just sitting here watching this movie. And this is one of my biggest impressions of this film is that <laughs> the plot is incredibly
1: hard to... To follow the only reason I could follow it along is because I saw Megazone two three, so I know generally where it's going. But even without that, the way things are described is not exactly clear, and there are characters who again aren't really described, but they are in the original OVA. Here they're just kind of there, and then they they kind just of suddenly appear, and then yeah. They appear again, so it's it's a bit confusing. Also, like I said, because of the way the story works, is in the original, the ending ends on a down note, where it goes into the second part, and where it continues on from where it ends here to the conclusion at the end of that part. Here, it's just where that happens is they just okay pick it up, and then they just have the final confrontation. So yeah, which that, which worked very that works well for that because obviously, if you're going to do a movie based on that, you can't just have it be like yeah, to be continued. I guess maybe we'll see. That's not going to work in a theater. Here, it, it, that's probably the, the the change, I think, is works the most for what they're trying to do is make it a standalone thing. So that's fine. It's just the rest of the movie is kind of all over the place. <laughs> it's... I could see why Carl Masick didn't really like how this turned out because it's very... It's a simple idea and it's a simple plot, but the way it's executed and the way it had to be executed it made it more confusing than it needed to be.
2: Yeah, he completely over the years disowned this uh movie um Mm -hmm. it's not considered canon in any way shape or form and by canon i don't mean canon uh film i mean as in robotech canon
1: um which is like impressive because when you know people always go on about robotech like you know butchering you know all that kind of stuff but like i said i I, i've heard him because that name is mm -hmm. hilarious but But also the way he did it originally was impressive if you just divorce it from whatever was going on It's at the time.
2: called localization. <laughs> Local changes sometimes have to occur to get it into uh, yeah. a market but that wouldn't normally is, have it.
1: In this in this specific case, the way he did it is a way where it doesn't feel jarring. Everything somehow manages to fit together even when he's switching from one part to the next part. That's which one thing impressive. you have to give to the butcher is which just is, that he it,
2: he was very skilled at taking like, these stories. No matter your opinion and, on it, that's and, and impressive. Try, and, try, and, and finding mm-hmm. the parts of it to yeah. to make it at least sync up to a somewhat like, sense, which didn't
1: really work entirely in this movie. Because like no. I said, the
2: plot was kind of hard to follow. That's what I
1: mean. Generally, and that's one of the things, what are you, whatever you think about whatever Robotech was or is, is that that was impressive how that worked. It doesn't really do that in this movie, and I can see why that would bother him, because it doesn't work. It could have worked, as I said, if it they would have just done the original idea of just taking Megazone 2-3, just loosely basing it in a Robotech, would have been fine. But then, like, like we but said, the changes, a lot of that is because
2: of Golan, and then a lot of that is because of Tatsunoko and their Do You Remember Love. I just like saying that yeah, name. The, ch- the changes um, really make it very confusing to watch. So before we continue on there's some there's more production history and stuff to go on about this. Mm-hmm. So this movie just barely constitutes anything because it was in theaters for exactly 3 weeks mm-hmm. in a single test market in te- yeah. in Texas. Canon did not know how to market an animated <laughs> film yeah. and they basically went and said this is animated it's family fair. So they Mm -hmm. promoted it as from the family series everybody watches now a movie yeah and parents were (laughs) outraged and walked out of films because a there is sexual assault b there is copious amounts of violence
1: including somebody being shot in the head yeah. Um Megazone 23 <laughs> It's is a, a violent movie. It's an OVA and if you know anything about OVAs, you know they do not tend to cut back on any sort of explicit content. So Yeah, it and it <laughs>
2: is a violent movie and a lot more serious than any other um family-friendly mm-hmm. film. And then to top it all off, they released it in the test market two weeks before another big family, quote-unquote family animated film, Transformers the movie. Yeah. (laughs) Which, yeah, which hit the target audience more, Mm -hmm. but also traumatized a generation.
1: (laughs) Um. (laughs) Yeah, the Transformers movie, though, is, is an example of how it should have worked, which is probably what it would have worked as if they would have left Megazone two three to just be the loose adaptation of it instead of what they did.
2: Yeah, that quick aside, of just mm-hmm. the fact that they the Transformers movie is just a blatantly we're killing off the old toy line so that we can introduce the new toy line. And They made it work. Chef kicks, chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. But work. they traumatized a generation after they killed every explicitly on camera every single. <laughs> transformer that you knew and love including optimus prime whereas Mm. robotech the movie we get a sexual assault by (laughs) a movie producer
1: (laughs) yeah like i said it's it's a it's a different sort of approach and since canon again didn't didn't know much about animated movies as you can tell because this is the first animated movie we've actually covered because it's the only one canon had anything to do with they didn't have any idea what to do with this. They obviously did not understand Robotech's appeal at the time, or anybody who would be watching it.
2: That's yeah, that's it. And and the thing is, is that it's more not family friendly, but it's oh. it's something that kids would have watched with their with their parents because mm-hmm. it was a good science fiction story, yeah. and the way it was cut, it, it it, for television worked, even if it was about. Mm-hmm. Humanity being wiped off of the Earth and having to and having to escape using technology that it didn't understand and traveling through space looking for a new home, yeah. basically. And the fact that it to, and the
1: proto culture. In fact, it managed to air as well as it did is a testament to his skills, which again is probably why he doesn't like this one because he didn't get to really do that in this movie. There was little he could do about it, really. Uh, when you're left with very limited footage and very limited direction, there's not a whole lot of space you can do to branch out or connect it which in a way that makes sense. leads
2: us into our lowlights mm-hmm. for the film, which because he had such a limited amount to pull it from and he still had to cut the movie in such a way that it made sense, mm-hmm. he didn't have enough leeway like he would have for the television series Mm -hmm. or if he was just allowed to do a straight up adaptation of megazone two Mm -hmm. three so that my low light is that the story itself is too convoluted and hard to follow so the script was not very good uh the voice acting for the time wasn't
1: that great but it wasn't bad it was fine i've heard far worse than this yes we have heard far worse than this even in canon (laughs) yeah Yeah. it's fine it's It's what you would expect from like a Robotech type thing from that time period. But I'm
2: assuming that's your low light too, because that's all we've been harping on about, is that the story is is hard to follow because they did not have that connective tissue.
1: Yeah, there's really a whole lot else you can point to to the main issue behind the movie aside from the coherence problem, which comes from the fact that there's too many different things it wants to do instead of just focusing on the one thing it should be doing, which is just telling a coherent story. And that's definitely the weakness of the movie.
2: It's like the largest weakness, the gaping
1: hole of the movie is yeah. that the fact that the plot makes almost no sense. Yeah. Because if you would have just done a straight adaptation of Megazone 2-3 and do the ending that they did, which was works fine enough, uh, it would have worked. It would have worked fine. So
2: highlights of the movie, which it, like this feels like um, mm-hmm. it's hard to really talk about highlight movie because it's like it's, I like the Megazone 2-3 animation. Oh, the yeah. quality was really good, but that's less of
0: mm-hmm,
2: less of uh, giving compliments to the film itself and just saying no, the source material was good. Well,
1: yeah, that's that's part of the problem with talking about a movie like this is that the actual source material that they use. Oh, that's actually the the other part of the 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 other half of the 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 low light is that the adaptation was very poor. Well, yeah, that's that's the biggest problem here. The, the pluses would be that the original footage they used especially for the Megazone was well chosen stuff, especially, was well the,
2: especially the especially the Southern Cross stuff that the, he, he had was on the cutting floor from the that, TV series worked was was surprisingly well that was the most surprising um, part of the film the 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 way that the script was written for that part hmm. was very realistic in in, in how they the tactics wise not cartoony in the slightest
1: he did it very well which, so, which, so it was
2: very well handled on that hmm. end which I, if I remember correctly wasn't very well handled in the tv series for the uh, southern cross section yeah,
1: um that's that's probably the surprise of the movie i would say is that like because southern it, cross it, is not well known for being very good let's just put it in general whether it's in part of uh robotech or not it's not really well known for being a particularly good anime series but every time i have attempted to rewatch robotech i can never make it
2: through yeah uh, it's not southern good.
1: cross it's just not good but the, the footage he used from it in, the, in this was actually very well done. It was very well chosen and paced. It was actually quite exciting to watch when it was there. And, well, like I said, the coherence problem remains. Generally, the way he adapted that actually fit pretty well, and it was really well done. Um, I will say, though, generally, the Megazone 2.3 stuff was better, and I will say the added footage they got was actually pretty good. <laughs> yeah,
2: I will say that the uh, footage that they commissioned for the ending was actually yeah, pretty fun. That was um,
1: surprisingly well directed, very very action over the top, which is exactly what you want from a sort of canon movie, but it works which is I'm going to assume is formats. where the
2: entire budget for this movie went into was just simply they were able probably. to pay able to pay them to do the five minutes, ten minutes se- sequence. Yeah,
1: probably. <laughs> it was, like I said, it was really well, really well done. And I, I
2: just <laughs> wish that they had paid some of that to... to do the pickup and some of the the uh heavy lifting of some of the uh transitions between sequences so that we had a better yeah. plot understanding
1: yeah that's like i said that's pretty much the weakness of the movie is that it's kind of working against its strengths a lot of the time unfortunately which so it's very confusing to watch how would you rate this film ultimately as a
2: forgotten class a uh, forgotten classic forgotten canon film that was is barely even released uh anywhere and which is not available and never will be available again uh we actually had to watch there there are multiple bootlegs available mm-hmm. this out there but we found a fan edit where they took uh the modern releases of the uh source materials and were able to put together a hd version of the film mm-hmm. really well done uh good job um mm-hmm. it uh,
1: was impressive stuff yeah, yeah.
2: um uh, and it'll never be released again because all the original negatives were lost in a flood in 1990 from the Harmony Gold office. Yes, yeah. uh, <laughs> yeah, and also they, T- and Harmony Gold would probably never relicense the, the stuff out for to do it again. Yeah, probably. So, not. what would you rate it? With all that
1: said, that this will never be seen again. Well, despite all the problems, and there are problems, I wasn't really bored watching it. I had a good time. I didn't really think it was great or anything, and I—I I, I wasn't bored either. I was like confused. I like the obviously. I've seen Mega Zone Two Three, so my impression is going to change a little bit on that. I like Mega Zone Two Three quite a bit, and it's fun to watch in this. But as a, as its own thing on its own, it works fine enough. I mean, it's it's got clear issues you'll, you'll notice by watching it. Oh God, yeah. There's coherence problems and all that. But overall, I don't know. I I enjoyed watching it. I think I would i think i would give it a three it's not because it's good and i would say definitely go watch megazone 2 3 instead of this but like if you like that if you like robotech and you want to watch something i think you'd have enough fun with this one it's a curiosity of anything a curiosity it's not like it's not great or anything and it's not particularly good but it is it's fun to watch i thought i didn't have a bad time watching it, and i was kind of surprised at that i was kind of expecting to uh just like it a little more, I guess. And I will agree with you that I'll, I'll give it a three, mm-hmm. and,
2: and same reason, not it's not particularly good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as a curiosity, mm-hmm. uh, a, like the sole canon film release, uh, animated film release, yeah. Um, as a part of the Robotech history, uh, even if it's one that's been smothered uh, mm-hmm. with a pillow and uh, hidden underneath somebody's porch somewhere, and, yeah. uh, <laughs> and and they're currently looking for the murderer. Um, <laughs> Yeah. It's not a bad film. It's not a particularly great film. But yeah. when I say that, that's a canon film. It not is. particularly great or bad. Or,
1: or or bad. It does still manage to have a lot of canon hallmarks in it, including the production issues, which is what also makes it a little bit more fascinating than you might think. Yeah, it, the movie's more
2: fascinating than <laughs> hmm. good. Uh, and as I said, the... Story is just completely complete it's nonsense. It's confusing. I'm mm-hmm. still not quite sure what was going on mm-hmm. because they didn't have some of the, like I said, that connective tissue to do it. So, yeah, like a three. It's like it's a very low three, but it's a yeah. three. It also um, speaks
1: to, like I said, how... and you really
2: do have to search out to look for it. Yeah. And if you do decide to watch this, folks, I, I know you've been with us for this ride for a long time. <laughs> yeah. uh, if you're still listening to us at this point. Mm hmm. If you can find the fan edit with just the, the reconstructed version, we oh, yeah. do. We, it is recommended because it is infinitely more watchable than the uh, multiple bootlegs for promotional purposes only printed on it that you can find out there yeah. from VHS copies.
1: And I will say, like, overall, it does stand... It does show you that Carl Masick does deserve a little bit more credit than he might have deserved, might, might, might be getting, I should say. It's
2: like I said, localization sometimes despite requires the, yeah, these changes. But
1: despite the problems in the movie and like it still doesn't quite work narratively, he still managed to make it entertaining to watch. And that's got to be something despite all the problems. So, like I said, overall, if you like this sort of thing, I would definitely recommend watching it if you don't like anime or animated movies or these sorts of stories. It's not going to change your mind. But it is a fun curiosity and it's very canon at the same time, which is makes it a unique watch, I think. And I think that's all we got for this one, everybody. So we'll see you next time when we continue our cruise to the canon catalog. Goodbye. Goodbye.
0: Canon Films and Weird Dynamite. The planet Earth will be finished. Mark Landry must stop the invading Robotech Masters before they annihilate Earth. My friends are about to become history. If he risks everything, his friends, Mark. his future, Becky, his life, he just might succeed. Robotech the movie. The untold story. An all-new adventure. The action. The excitement. The wonder of Robotech the movie. Robotech the movie. The untold story.